Welcome back to Pricking the Bubble. This is Mike the Lama. Audio Pete, Dr. Raven, in no particular okay. order. How are we? Dr. Lama, how are you? How are you, Dr. Brant Raven? I'm, uh, I'm doing okay this week, yeah. Another big week in paradise and um, lots to think about, lots to lots going on in the world, lots going on in Melbourne. Yes, yes, lots going on in Melbourne. And, and a delightful segue into our topic for today, which is oh, going to be yeah. pretty much about what was going on in Melbourne. But I think it's, it's something that's been going on, oh, not just in Melbourne, it's been going around Australia, but around the world as well. And that's to do with protests. 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 Okay. Have either of you, you mean, ever you been to a general? protest? Pro- yeah, yeah, well, we'll start off in general, but have either of you been to a protest? Uh, yeah, I, I was in a march uh, for when I was teaching. There was a, a strike for better conditions for teachers that I participated in in Shepparton many years ago. Oh, yes. But it was did, just did a you march. get your result? Well, I, they got to negotiate a better deal, yes. <laughs> Right. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was about. Excellent. To be honest, uh, I back in two thousand and what two thousand and thirteen participated here in Melbourne. There was the March in March, which was uh, a lot of it was complaining, which is what a lot of marches are there for, um, about some of the stuff that the then Abbott government was uh, doing. So yeah, that was that's one. I normally haven't been to that sort of stuff because. Oh, you know, there's a lot of hippies. There's a, there's a lot of the great unwashed. It's, I know. I've, yeah, I've I was really about to say, made. people who literally are the great unwashed. Maybe I've just and never figuratively. Really, maybe I've just never had anything uh, that bothered me enough. But I, I, I guess at that same sort of time, I realised it's not necessarily always about me. Uh, it shouldn't necessarily be something that I'm having an issue with. So, yeah, I, I did that march at that time and there were a lot of people there and it wow. went for, uh, yeah, all morning and into the afternoon. So that that was um, significant. However. So, uh, hang on, I didn't get yes. to say my say and we know that that's important. Um, so last last March I did was ages ago when, when they were looking at introducing, well, I've done two actually. One was for the introduction of university fees. Um, for those that are listening that may not know, um, going to university in Australia used to be completely free. Um, you could you could just go and not have to pay fees. Up until eighty um, nine, was it? And, well, something like that. Yeah, and then they had to then they decided to introduce fees, and and now we pay. Um, so that march went really well. That did. Yeah. Well um, done. Yeah. Uh, and the second one was uh, well similar compulsory union. Oh, um, unionism. Yeah, com- compulsory union university union membership yeah. um, against that or something or other. So I've only ever been to two. I remember shouting in the face of a cop, and no- nothing happened. You to rebel, me. you. Yeah. So but anyway, not- yeah. Make your point. Uh, what, what are you going to say? Hold on, um, audio, Pete. What was that? So, like the uh, this is probably leading to where we're going with this discussion, but the whole thing of shouting in the face of the people who are there uh, to uh, protect the marches and to make sure that things don't get out of hand. I mean, they're just the most convenient government representative there. Why? Why? If your if your argument is with the government, why why would you be shouting at coppers? 
Well, you just said so. You you just you just made the statement. They are there. They, they are there. They they are the representative of the government. But they could agree with you in your cause. Why are you going to shout at them? Well, I don't. You don't necessarily know that that they that they agree you know, or not. I'm just saying. You know, you. Why not shout at the lady on the corner who they're shopping trolley? Isn't that just that's the difference between when a protest turns into an angry mob? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because she doesn't represent the government. And by yeah. the way, I don't want to talk about the government. I, I don't want to use the word government in any of this or, or, or in, any, in any discussion, really, because I'd rather use the word establishment rather right. than right. government. Yeah. Anyway. Do I, need to, do I need to cough and say conspiracy theorist again or not? No. Okay. No, I'm right. not I'll a just conspiracy need, theorist. Go just on. Just clearing that up. Okay. So. Or the machine or, you know, you can rage against the machine and you can stick it to the man. Go on. Let's. All let's, right. So, let's what you had, so the reason that we're bringing this up, obviously, is uh, obvious to the three of us, um, is in the last week here in Melbourne, and remembering Melbourne has been in various uh, lockdowns for how long now? We're two hundred and thirty something days, all up, I think. Yeah, something um, crazy. Yeah, go on. I think it's the was, longest, the longest in the world, longest yeah. lockdown in the world. But as always, have, man, Australia wants to be the best at everything. Go on. <laughs> but you would have to agree that for a fair chunk of it, it actually worked. Uh, you know, the cases went down and uh, yeah, it's hard to argue with that. However, the, the recent protests have been uh, triggered by a requirement in the building industry yes. for uh, construction workers to have had at least one jab, so one vaccination, uh, by the end of was it last week, or they had to, or this week they have to ha, had to have had one, and uh, a lot of them complained. Well, not a lot. A a vocal minority complained and said that they didn't well, agree with it. You need to you need to give a bit of context to our listeners. So yeah, well, you know, go for it. You feel free to add context. Well, we okay. So we in in Australia, I won't, I won't say Australia, because there's different laws in different states, yeah, yeah, different just states, like there yeah. are, right? So I can only really talk about Melbourne and Victoria. So in Melbourne, you've got a building industry where they build things. They go, yeah, you know, and that could rep, that could be, you know, um, a private um, builder coming to renovate and build your house, to or a it could big be, skyscraper, or it could be a big skyscraper, right? And of course, the building industry, especially the big, the big stuff, is all governed by a union. Yeah, unionised. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very unionised. Um, and and you know, basically, that there's they they're quite a powerful union. They're quite a powerful lot of control. Um, and you know, they, they while a lot of other industries were in lockdown, they were not. Yeah. They were allowed to work, you know. So they've they worked through had, right until the last couple of weeks. I believe. That's right. They yeah. they've been working and everything. So now the government has decided. Well, it's it made a decision. Two decisions. One is to sort of pull, push the reset button and lock the building industry out and lock them down for two weeks. Well, there was a reason. Um, hold on. Even that has a reason. So the reason for that was because there was a big spike where 30 to 40% of the cases that were happening daily were occurring within the building industry. And that's because uh, people within our building industry travel a fair bit. So they were saying they travel from one side of the city to the other or to their work site. So there was a, a spike in that. So previously, there was a spike in, in COVID cases. COVID cases, sorry, COVID cases within the building sector uh, or the construction sector. Whereas previously, you'd had this the spikes in 
old folks' homes or aged care facilities and things like that. But they've all been yeah. vaccinated now. Right. And, so that was one reason. And then yeah. and then and and then the government came out and said, right, for you guys to continue working, you need to have what what is it, at least one or was it two? No, no, just you need to have your first one, first of your um, two vaccinations. Right, but ultimately they said if if you want to continue working into the future, you need to be fully vaccinated. Yep. Right. Okay. That's some a, people, so that's the context. Some that's people didn't agree said. with that. Yes. Right. And the, the, the complaint. Uh, sorry, go and on. And what happened? What happened? What, they, what, and these, we should point out also that these similar requirements are required for kids who are in childcare and and starting and workers, school. Workers in childcare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and for the children to attend childcare. Oh, as well for the okay, yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're we're they're required unless or they won't receive government benefits. The no yeah. jab, no pay things being okay, happening. yeah, yeah. Right, and now and now for teachers as, if, as well. It's not as if vaccination uh, this um these requirements are a new thing. They've been applied to many industries and many yeah, groups. Yeah, it's not unique. It's not unique yeah. to the construction sector. It's certainly right, but, but what relating happened, what, to COVID. Hold on. Tell, especially relating yeah, to COVID, it was part of the health sector as well, where you were required. So frontline workers, as they were calling them, were required to have full vaccination. Yes. Um, go on, but sorry. Tell, tell our listeners what happened when the government made those introductions. For construction workers. For construction workers. What okay, happened? Okay, so, so, well, what happened was the, um, a group, uh, were they, did they try to lobby the union? Is that the way it worked? They were saying, well, hold on, you're supposed to be sticking up for your members, uh, and some of us have legitimate concerns or worries about um, but you're, you're putting it. it so nicely, man. I am I mean, putting seriously. it nicely, but I'll get... Oh, oh they, they lobbied the union. No, they didn't. They rioted. They basically rioted. No, no, they went on. To... That, didn't, that didn't happen to begin with. So what happened was on the first day that these uh, protests began, they attended the uh, union headquarters and they called out the head of the union and he attempted to have a conversation with them and they threw stuff at him. So they threw bottles and they threw a uh, a pallet, you know, and so he went back inside. So they were not there to have a conversation, much like a union claim, you could argue. Yeah, they were not I, there. To have, they were there to express their disgust is what it listen, was. Listen, we don't have time for your chronologically accurate description, <laughs> okay? Just tell the people what happened. Tell our listeners what happened. They went burko. There you right, go. They, well, they don't, most of our listeners are not going to know what burko means. <laughs> Okay. They, they rioted. The 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 the, the members the the members who were builders and whatever and who had a, and what were the numbers? So we had there were like ten cops who ended up in hospital. There were yeah. two hundred and something arrests. Something uh, and that's like just that. on the first day, wasn't it? And yeah. I saw some guy kicked a dog that was on the TV, which was pretty. That was the thing that I didn't like the most. That guy should have been kicked himself. Um, but they all came back the following day, and the problem was the numbers were greater. And the argument is from uh, ignoring the first day was that the people who attended on the second day were not all construction workers. Um, so the, and then they all marched. Was it the first day or second day that they marched across the main bridge here in Melbourne? Um, yeah. And yeah. So they made they made a bit of a spectacle of themselves uh, and uh, police were running around sort of, you know, chasing after them. But the following day, which is the uh, where the problem began for me, unless you got hit by a bottle or were a dog getting kicked, was that they rioted in the streets as well. But then they went to the Shrine of Remembrance, so up, up uh, the other and end. And what of is Melbourne that? Here. What's the Shrine? Tell our listeners. 
Well, why don't you tell us what the shrine is? Well, the shrine of remembrance, as the name would possibly suggest, is <laughs> is the is the building where we we house um, our memories and our. Um, uh, it's a war uh, memorial. Yeah, uh, thank you. I was going to say, audio, Pete, why don't you do it more succinctly? <laughs> yeah, it's war memorial. It's our it's our main war memorial in Victoria. Right, yes. and it's it's it's, it's considered a to be a site. very sacred place. Yeah, I, I so have to be honest. I've never been there myself, and I really, oh, really should, should go. go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they surrounded they surrounded it, and they made a mess in the area they pissed on the side of it you know there were just just a lack of respect and i can't believe of... they did that man That's yeah just... well you know it's That's at what point do you unbelievable but at what point with these things do you look at and say oh, i can believe they did that oh yeah i can believe they did that oh i can't believe you did that you know no but what i i can't believe that they i i they're not they are not cons see i don't mind when someone is wrong it, but 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 I, what I do mind is when you don't have internal consistency in the argument you're making. So to cut a long story short, and I'll tell you what, Mike Delami, you can freaking go on about things. I tell you, just you're telling me to be succinct, please. Okay. So so the whole the whole point of their argument of these people argument was, um, it's their right to choose. They have they should have the freedom to choose whether or not to be vaccinated yes. and they should and they should also have the freedom to work based on whatever choice of vaccination they make yep. and the, one of the reasons they went down to the war to the war memorial is to make the point that the people who fought the wars in our past fought for our freedoms these people went to war to fight for my freedom. My grandfather went in this particular war to fight for my freedom. Now you're taking that freedom away from me. And that you could sort of argue the point, and you can see maybe where what, they're coming weren't from. Weren't those but, people but, but, conscripted? But when, you, but when you've gone down to the war memorial to, to say that the guy in there or, or, or to remember that the, the war fought for your freedoms and then you're pissing on it, that's not internally consistent, right? It's mm. not consistent that you should be taking – one action to remember someone that fought for your freedoms, and then you're going to piss on the building. That's how does that make any sense? Do you see what I'm saying? I can it, see what you're saying, but does that does that actually take away from their issue, from their argument? Because uh, for me, well, it does. Just, for me, that, it does. What well, doesn't they, change their argument for me? It just tells me that they're cretins. Well, um, anyway, what what what's the point of this whole discussion? Well, the what question, point are you making? The, my my question is: I'm always a big supporter of people protesting. Um, but there's something that you're missing in all this sort of um, business. So, so I support the protesting, uh, people's rights to do that. But there is a thing that's out there at the moment, or, or, or it's not a law, but there's a, a chief health officer, um, how would you call it, order, that you're not supposed to be gathering. You're only allowed to travel 10 kilometres from your home. You're not supposed to be gathering in large groups. And protesting at this stage is illegal. It's, you're not allowed to do it. It's like the perfect storm of things have come together, really. Because of that, you've got an issue that they want to protest. Mm. You've got the fact that they can't gather to protest. And then you've got the, the response from the government, which is to enforce those edicts using police. Now, the edict what, is what the word I'm looking that, for, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what has happened here is that, yes, the, the protest has started about 
you know, um, the, the the issue of not being a, a allowed to work because you don't have your vaccination. And it's turned into a protest about police brutality. Yeah. It's, it's, more, it's morphed over three or four days. It's now people are going there to talk about, look at the police response. Yeah. It's not about the issue anymore. Um, and it seems to me like a, a whole big police baiting, let's get my six-second video up on a, on social media of the police doing a horrible thing, in which I, you, 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 there's no denying that there's some terrible vision of, of things happening. That oh, the police people getting shoved over and sprayed and in the face. Yeah. yeah, and kicked and hit with guns, and that's that's that has to stop that sort of thing. Um, but it's for me, it's it's uh, I, I I think it's very ugly to go to a protest and st and start turning on the people who are there to make sure that the protest does not get out of hand because we all know no matter how legitimate the cause, mobs when they get big. It, they have yeah, their own a mob mentality. Yeah, yeah the, the behaviour of it changes, and it's unpredictable. It can get quite. Even if you're protesting against, you know, milk not being in primary schools anymore, <laughs> it could be, it, it, you could have cars being turned over because I, of. I, the way I have a question. Just a, a question to to do with what you just said there. Um, how much of that do you think has has uh, so, like I said, we've marched in the past or we've had protests in the past and none of that stuff's ever happened. The police have always given a nod as you've gone past or, you know. Um, <clears throat> how, how much of that do you think has changed because of things like Black Lives Matter that's gone on where it has seemed to be the police who were the actual enemy or the opposite of what you were marching for? And so when you're walking through the streets um, the, trying to uh, protest against something, the people who are there to enforce the peace or keep the peace are the very people you are yeah. protesting against. So yeah, how much of that do you think has changed the way people, particularly with this last one, might be uh, reflecting on the situation, if they, if they are reflecting at all, might be, you know, approaching the situation. They're seeing the police as part of the problem as well. Dr. Raven, you were very vocal about that thing before. So what do you think? Do you think that might have had anything to do with it? Look, I... I, I think um, I think you're right. I think uh, it, it is it is very much what what you've just said. Um, there have been various processes where the police have been seen, and in some cases, rightfully so, as the enemy. Mm. And and I think that has impacted um, the narrative and I and 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 other protests where police are probably you wouldn't regard them as the enemy have become that and and are slowly more and more becoming that um and that none of that is surprising i don't think it's just police that's the enemy though i think it's government and that's why i say establishment right rather than government i think um i think government is the enemy and especially in times like this where you've got COVID in place and where you've got a situation where people are locked down and they can't work. Government has become the enemy. Um, the police are just simply that branch of the government that is most visible, most accessible in in in, in the street, if you like, right? Um, so, yeah, I think you're asking... Isn't that a bit like arguing against an ambulance driver? That They're part of the government under the same same situation and if the government changes that their their role doesn't change so well it's not would... because no it's not because the it's a little bit hard to say the, the uh, um 
a, a an ambulance driver is really there to save your life or, or to uh, you know to to, um, to to do what it need to do what they need to do in terms of saving your life. Mm-hmm. So it's a little it's a it's a tiny bit. Different. So what what were the police doing? Well, I don't know. What what, what do you mean? Well, the the protest was illegal. And the yes. reason it was illegal is because they were trying to stop COVID from spreading. And yes. so when people turn up and the police say, go home, what are the police trying to do? Well, I, I suppose they're trying to enforce the health officers. And what's ruling. the point of the health officers ruling? Right, to save lives. So Honestly, how is that any different? Well, I suppose if you want to put it that way, it isn't. So it isn't. you wouldn't support them beating up an ambulance driver. No, no, so, I wouldn't support them beating up the police. No, that's right. And so, how are they justifying this? I wouldn't that's, support. I, I, I don't support. I don't support anyone beating up anyone. You know, me, no, I'm serious. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not a proponent for violence. I, the only the only time you should beat someone up is if your life is in danger. Okay, and, and, so you know, just yeah, yeah, that's fine. So going going back a, a step. Um, if all these rules are in place saying that you shouldn't be doing this because they're trying to prevent the spread of a virus which is killing a certain percentage of the population or making it, you know, a larger percentage of the population unwell, and that's been enforced by – well, it's enforced by the police, but it's been brought, brought into, you know, being by the, the government of the day. Yes. Um, do these yeah, people I, still I, have I, a I, right to protest? That's my question. The question is, are they still entitled to protest? I, I guess it's it's a really really tough question to answer, and even in my work life, it's a big discussion that's been had, and it's a tough question to answer because, and and it's tough so because we should, we should differentiate too between you've got a right to protest. It's the right. It's the gathering that's against the law. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. They're not, they're the... not being pre- prevented from actually protesting. You can pre- protest on social media. You can write letters to the media. You can yeah, yeah, have yeah. But, but, but protests, small, small protests need to be visible yeah, but, and they have to be in large yeah, numbers yeah. in order for them to be reasonably effective. And I understand why we're not allowed to do it now. I understand the ruling. But the, the question really is, how do you tell the difference between... Um, um, a reasonable rule and tyranny. How do you, if you're not allowed to protest, well, that's right. that's... E- even though even though the ruling is sensible, hmm. and and to my mind, it is even to my mind, a highly intellectual <laughs> mind. Right, yes. I find it difficult to tell the difference between what's reasonable as a rule and tyranny. So how do you know? Because this is the way tyranny actually begins. The way tyranny begins is to say to someone, we are doing this to save you. We are doing this for you. Oh, that's how these people right? would be We're seeing We're locking it. Would, you in yeah. your house yeah. for you. That's, you know, that's the way tyranny begins. Now, I'm not saying that in this case it's tyranny, but how do you tell the difference? I think no, if no. I'm going to you ask the question. Let I me may, answer. Let, let oh. me let me give let me give a, a a historical example and yes. an important one. They say that every argument, every discussion, always you know is always <laughs> lost the minute you mention Hitler, right? Yes. But it's 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 difficult not to go there because it is such a, a an important 
historical uh, event, a historical context. Is that Godwin's but, law? But back in the day, back in the day when when they were rounding up the Jews and putting them in the ghettos, um, you know, the government at the time was saying to the German people, we are doing this for you. We are doing this because these people are evil and we believe these people are the problem. We are rounding up these people for you. And a lot of people agreed. A lot of people agreed. No one, I, I, I wasn't around, so I can't say whether anyone protested. I, I maybe should read more on the topic, read a book. Okay, <laughs> so, so, but I'm saying, how do you tell the difference? There's, there's, and that's just one example out of history, one of the more prominent examples. You know, you, how do you, t what's the difference between um, a revolutionary and, and someone who's breaking the law? I mean, take South America, for example, okay? Um, a, a lot of, a lo there was a lot of uh, revolution in South America. A lot of the, a lot of the countries were under Spanish rule. Then along came a guy, Simon, Simon Bolivar. Who was the uh, who, who who Bolivia is named after, and uh, and he was able to strike revolution in the heart of the people, and and at the time the Spanish government looked at these people and said these people are evil, these people are breaking the laws, these people shouldn't be doing this, they're breaking all our laws, but they they won revolution, same as the Arab Spring. If you look at the, in recent history, the Arab Spring, all the uprising of all the Arab nations to try and get democracy. How do you tell the difference between between tyranny, between revolution, between someone breaking the law? All right. Can I can I answer the first question? And I'll say uh, from from my looking at it, it should be easy, relatively easy with your Hitler one, because you are uh, persecuting one group not just helping another group. So, But that doesn't matter. It doesn't no, no, matter. no, hold on, hold but, but on. Hang on, no, no, let me address that point because you tend to go on. <laughs> I have, right? no, I haven't even said it yet. Let me just say it, you, let me say it saying, and then you can well, cut it down. Go on. If you've, got, if you've got a thing where you're saying you need to get vaccinated, how that that's actually not putting anyone else down. If you say to someone, we're going to lock these people up so that you can succeed, that's putting someone down. There is a fundamental difference because you, in order for someone to succeed, you should There isn't have to a difference. It's there not is. a real difference. There you're, is a you're, huge there difference. There isn't. If you know you're wrong, there isn't okay, a difference. And the reason you're wrong is because you need to win the hearts and minds of the people you're trying to convince. If you can do that, then you can convince them of anything. And if you've convinced the hearts and minds of the people, then then ultimately you can put anything in place. Now. You may you may then look back at that from a from you may look at that with hindsight yeah, and say they did and, this and with further and context was, yeah. and you could say well that that thing that they tried to do there was wrong you could look at that and say that but at the, at that point in time it was the right thing to do at that point in I'm not saying don't don't no no don't, I get don't, no. don't, <laughs> don't I don't want anyone misinterpreting what I'm saying no, I'm no. not saying that it was the right thing to do I'm you know you'll never Think about it, right? I'm not no, saying no, that. no one needs to argue that point. We understand. Right. I'm saying, I'm saying at, the, at that point in time, someone was able to convince someone else and say that was the right thing to do. And, and they were able to convince enough people that it was written into law that if you saw a Jew running in the streets, you know, it was your... Yeah, but you hold, had to go. hold on. I'm going to interrupt because what you're talking about is something that was three or four steps down the line. They didn't start by putting people, Jewish people, into 
concentration camps or ghettos. They didn't start that way. There was, That's right. It's it's the whole gently, gently. So they did one bit, then they did another bit, then they did another bit. The problem is because people are aware that that's a thing that happens, you do little bits at a time, when you're asked to do one thing, you're making the slippery slope argument, which is a logical fallacy. So what happens is these people are being asked to do one thing. They've been allowed to work the entire time. They haven't had anything prevented so so no, so, hang on. On. so we've, we've been in lockdown for 230 something days the construction industry has not they've been so allowed to go out so I'm, I'm not mate first of all i'm not making a it is the slippery slope argument and i don't actually believe that's a logical fallacy yes it is go on oh okay all right well if it is it is right I'm, <laughs> I, I i i don't think i'm necessarily saying that what I, what i'm what i'm saying is you're defending I'm, it no, I'm not. I'm, I'm simply asking the question, how do you tell the difference between a, something that's reasonable and tyranny? You, it's a difficult thing to do. And, and, and it may be obvious at the time that you are doing something that is, makes sense and it's not tyrannical. But history is the judge. Now, in this particular case, you know, they're, they're, they're being asked to do something. I don't necessarily disagree with what they're being asked to do. I think mm. what they're being asked to do is perfectly reasonable. Um, but the way I would play the game, the way if I were the government or I don't know, whatever, I, the way I'd play the game is I'd say to people, right, look, you know, you have the right to do whatever you like to do within a certain context. Um, you know, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. That's your right. But if an employer says that they're not going to have you, you know, if an employer doesn't want you to work there because you're not fully vaccinated. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna allow that. We're gonna allow that as part of the you know workplace agreements. And if we, the government of the employer, we set the rules. We you know we have as much freedom as you do. So that's the way I'd play the game. That's exactly right. what's been done though. That's exactly what's been done. They're given the employers they're going to be putting in um, uh, in various industries the ability for employers to um, refuse uh, people on the basis of their vaccinations. They said it with teaching as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Teachers, it's going to happen, um, and and health workers yeah. have been happening. But for I a guarantee long... you'll care more. People will care more about the teachers because their precious little darlings then go to school and they think, well, I don't want an unvaccinated teacher teaching my kid in case they get yes. COVID. And so, Whereas so, the building so, industry, so, no one cares. And so well, from that perspective, say, that's what I, I don't understand about it. They're talking about it as if it's some new right that's been taken away from them. We've had these, we've had vaccination papers going back a hundred years. Mm. Uh, people have had to produce. Yeah, yeah. I saw, even saw the picture of it for the for the ones from 1918. Here, I've yeah, got yeah, my so, passport so, saying that I've freaking been vaccinated. So, so from that perspective, I don't have a real issue. Um, you know, I, I again, I think these these workers have got absolutely every single right to say no. I don't want uh, I don't want this vaccine. Um, I, I don't want to put that in my body. Um, but they, you know, but the employer or whoever also has the right to say, well, I don't want to hire you. You know, here's my you here's could, my. You could infect our customers. You could infect our other workers. You could have. Now, there's consequences to their behaviour mm. of choosing not to be vaccinated, which they can do, but there's that means that they're increasing the risk of harm uh, and possibly causing harm to other people through their behaviour. So it's rights. And, and the other 
signed. Yeah, the other thing that goes against the stuff you were saying about if Jews in the ghettos is that um, this is no different for everyone. No, no, the no rule, but try the and rule, understand. Hold on, hold yeah, on, hold on. on. I'll rule, let you finish. Go on. The rule on. is the <laughs> the rule is the same. We all need to get vaccinated. It's not like some get vaccinated and the rest go in the ghetto. It's not, you know, it's the same rule across the board. Whereas the other one, you were, um, there was a level of, of apartheid. You were separating people based on who they were, not what they did. Yeah, so, I, I'm, just to be clear, the, the Jews in the ghetto argument that I was trying to use was not to support the people that didn't want to get vaccinated. I, I was making that argument. No, no, I understand you're t- I, I trying to separate tyranny to and whatever. Say, yes. how do you know something is not tyranny? How do you know something is reasonable? How do you know that, right? That's the reason I was looking at that argument. In, and, and, and in this particular case, as I've said, I support the right of these workers to not get vaccinated. I 100% support that. But I also support the right of an employer, whether that be a government or whether that be a private employer, to to make a rule as to who they will employ. Mm-hmm. I can't walk no into disagreement most of them. That's that's the basic yeah. thing. And I that's support a business the- owner to decide as to who they let into their business. And I support a restaurant and a cafe. I can't walk in to a restaurant with my dick hanging out, right? Does that, you know, that doesn't impinge on my right in any way. Do you know Put what I'm saying? Put a mask on it, maybe. Yeah. And so the I same, don't, I, same in, point. In the same someone... way, in the same way, if a restaurant decides they don't want people there that are unvaccinated, that's absolutely their right, and I support that. The problem with these people that protest mm. is they, they yell and scream about um, what their right is um, and 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 what they their freedom is, but you never ever hear anyone talking about responsibility. You mm. never ever hear anyone saying, "What am I responsible for within this within the framework of what I call democracy?" And 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 you you guys probably know me. I've said it a few times. I don't believe that we live in a de- democratic society. I don't I don't believe that. You may disagree, but I don't necessarily believe that. But it doesn't matter. Whatever the framework is, Mm. you've got to identify what your freedoms are within that framework and what your responsibilities are. And these people are not identifying their responsibilities. But I don't see them. I don't see them as identifying responsibilities with anything. Uh, We we live in a society, as you point out, where people are very much me, me, me. What is it that I can get for me? And so when you're told to do something and maybe they're scared of needles, I don't know when you're told to do something you don't want to do you automatically automatically assume or believe that you have the right to say, no, I'm not going to do it because yeah, I mean, you're only I thinking mean, about yourself. Yeah. Uh, look, you could you could make the I'm scared of needles arguments. Um, oh, that's and, me and, belittling them, that's all. Yeah, I understand. I mean, and, but there are some people who are genuinely scared of needles, and that's oh, a that's different fine. problem, right? You yeah, can, that's fine. You, 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 you can go and potentially fix that problem. Um, I'm not uh, sure I'm these just, man babies are there because they're, they're uh, scared of needles. I think they're... Uh, Some people, I I guarantee you, some people are protesting just for the sake of protesting. Yes. Mm. There are some people who I will 100% say that. They are protesting simply because they've been told to do something, as you said. As you said. Yeah, but I don't think it's because they've been told to do something. I think it's because their whole life they've not been told to do something. So they they haven't had to say, been told no by anything. And so when. and, And. and there's yeah. potentially that. And you know what? I 
personally, um, like I said, I don't, I, I don't, uh, I don't agree with them, um, and I absolutely pray and hope that the government sticks to its guns. I okay, really, so, really do. So of the of the people who were protesting, if we want to portion out the cockheads, so the people who are protesting just because they're morons, what about those in the building industry, construction industry, the union members who had legitimate concerns? What are we going to say to them? Because if we're saying, well, look, it's your right to, to not want to get a vaccine, even though we may personally not agree with that, and a lot of people are saying, well, we're not we're not supporting mandatory uh, vaccinations across the board. That's that's just our society. So maybe there's that troublesome five percent. I don't know what it is. What are we saying about them? You can't work again. Is that what we're saying? I don't know. It's it's because it's that's really, the situation they are in. It's a really. So what are we saying? I've, I've said to you, right? It's a really really tough question. Um, it's a, it's a very very tough question to answer if you've genuinely got a concern see i don't trust government so i i really don't i i don't trust the government in any way shape or form and i don't trust the representatives of the government i'm sorry i just don't um and so it's it's very very difficult to be able to say to people what to actually do and how do you how do you address their concerns when you don't actually trust the government um, but it's not the government that's saying it it's the chief health officer yeah, but to me, that, that they they are a branch of that government, right? Well, no, it's about, isn't it about an authority figure? If they're they're um science, they're informed by science, solid science, and you're a person who is also informed by solid science. Why would you reject the solid science behind? Well, I'm not. I'm not rejecting the science. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying the virus isn't real and that the vaccines have got microchips. I'm not. I'm not saying any of that. Why would you reject the solid science behind what the chief health officer is but saying? But I'm not. I'm, I'm not audio, Pete. I'm no, not but rejecting the science. If they say that we have to do this, that and the other in yeah. order to reduce the the effects of the pandemic, um, and this is because of these re scientific reasons, why would you then say, well, hang on, you're an authority figure. I can't listen to you. You're a part of the government. Um. I, I don't have, if if I'm completely honest, I don't have a rational reason for for for, for what you're saying. I but let, let me be clear. I, it's not that I it's not that I don't trust the science. I do trust the science, um, and and there is scientific basis behind it. I don't have a rational reason for not trusting the authority figure. I've got to be honest about that. Um, I. I just generally do not trust governments. I just so should generally we, should we respect irrational reasons then? Because the reasons these people are, are protesting are by definition irrational. Because by definition they're irrational because they they have no scientific basis behind them. So do we have to respect that? Would it be the same as Would it be the same as the person saying, "Well, I'm protected by the blood of Christ"? You know, well, they, they've got an irrational reason for for not doing something. So, how would you well, respond to them I mean, compared a, to the other? That's a that's an interesting that, that's an interesting point. Do we have to respect things that are irrational? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's probably um, a, an argument to be made for another podcast. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it's a good point. I I don't know. I, that we can say to against all the people who are saying I don't want to be vaccinated because I feel, you know, this, that and the other that has no, 
whatever reason that has actually no scientific justification mm. um so do we say well all right then you can work because you feel you can work in this industry because you have strong feelings about no no i don't no no i don't think you can do that no i i don't think you can do that you always have to back the science yeah. no matter what happens and no matter how you feel and what you do you always have to back the science right so you may you may you, you i i may offer the respect for someone to have an irrational view, mm. but I cannot act on that irrational view, right? I've always yeah. got to back the science. So isn't that, isn't that the same way we say you can believe in God, just, you know. It, That's it, right. sacrifice his son to him. You yeah. can't. Um, yeah. I know you've got him on a funeral pyre on the top of your roof and you're about to stab him. Because <laughs> Your beliefs, but you know, stabbing people, we generally it's generally frowned on in our society. Yeah. So you can't let people do do dangerous things because of their beliefs, whether they're um, you know religious based or or just non science based. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, based. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so again, I I don't know how far, how long we've got to go. No, no, we're nearly there. Go on. Right. So um, I I. Again, I want to say I I don't feel like I can trust the government, and I don't feel like I can trust the authority figures. Um, I really it's and I've got no rational basis for that. It, it's it's just a feeling, right? But I don't act on the feeling. I act on the science. I'm fully vaccinated. I haven't decided that I don't trust a health officer, so therefore I'm not going to get vaccinated. I went out. First chance I got, and I got vaccinated, right? And so now I'm fully vaccinated. And I think that's, you know, the science seems to show at least, or well, we, I mean, we've got to be honest, we don't know what the long term effects of these vaccinations are. But in the short term, if we want to get back to a, a somewhere near normal life, um, I, I, I think in the short term, this is the way forward, right? I believe and then that. You, it's a commonly known thing that uh, side effects for vaccines happen in the first six or ten weeks. So. Right. Well, whatever the case might be, okay. I'm just saying, you know, if, if there are long-term effects, then we have to deal with those when they arise in the short term. This is the way it is. And here I am, I'm vaccinated, right? So, and, and in the same way, I, I, I think people who, um, who don't want to get vaccinated, I respect that. Um, I'm, do you? I'm, well, or do you accept it? I should say I accept it more than yeah. I, I. I respect their right to do what they want to do. That's what I respect. No matter how dumb it is, yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. But they should not be allowed to impact me or anyone else. And they also have to respect the right of an employer or a government or a person or a restaurant or a cafe, whatever, to not be involved with them because they are unvaccinated. It's, it's, like, almost, it's almost like they're... That's going to be a future issue. That is going to be right there, the future issue, that there's going to be people campaigning that they're being discriminated against uh, because well, of that. Well, they are, and, they, and they are, and that's fine. And that, well, that's going to be... They're going to complain, going to be making an issue of it there's discrimination just as if as if they were Jewish or as if there were any minority in society. Um, so that that's what we've got to be, be prepared for. If we're going to entertain these these arguments against vaccination, um, we're going to have to be prepared for that that sort of argument to be put forward. That does sort of hurt my brain a bit, though, because 
I, I'm used to arguments being better than this. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, in in my in my mind, uh, a good argument um, doesn't involve someone deciding they want to do something stupid. Yes, um, it's, it's it's about which way forward, this yes. way or this way, not one way forward and one way back. And no, but you, but but in a free society, you've got to no, no. allow people. To yeah, do yeah, I, and I understand things, that. Yes, I understand right? that. And uh, but, but but look, the the, the people, it's you, we're blaming the wrong people here, right? And this this comment exists across all of societies and different governments and across the world. We're mm. blaming the wrong people. You cannot blame the people at the bottom, the populace, for the way they will act. Ultimately, you cannot blame them. And I'll tell you why. Right. You, as a government, need to instill some sort of confidence and faith in the people that you are a good authority, that you are genuinely acting for them, and that it's absolutely right what you're doing for the people, right? And I think it's it's mistrust of the government and I think it's mistrust of the authority figures that has caused this situation. So hold on, it, give me, let me give you a couple of examples. If I piss on the shrine, who am, who's to blame? Oh, that's a that's a very. If I kick a dog while I'm at a protest, who's to blame? Oh come on, you you. No, well, hold on, you can't you can't wipe away the blame. No, there no, is no, personal, no. There are personal responsibilities, oh, even course. with this stuff, that you cannot put, put on the government. I'm not blaming. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm not suggesting that someone pissing on the shrine of remembrance is is someone's is a government. But hold on, thing. isn't this isn't this the fundamental point we're making? You can protest about things, and you can do it in a very good way, or you can do it in the way this rabble were doing, which was to disrupt things, to punch people. That's someone threw a bottle at a reporter. Someone tackled him to the ground and threw urine in his face. You know, that is not what what protests are about, and that's why we're talking about this but particular maybe one. Because it is I'm what sick. protests are about. No, that's no, what no, right. Maybe uh, it is. Maybe yeah, that's it, what riots are about. The same thing as I said to you. The same. Sorry, uh, go, Pete. <laughs> they're not synonyms. A protest and a riot, and and that's why that's what's been happening. It's just gone from being protests into just a an excuse to riot. No, for, but I, for go back, I, I go back to what I said previously. How do you tell the difference between tyranny and between a, a reasonable action? How do you tell the difference between a protest and a revolution? How do you tell the difference between any of these things? It's hard sometimes when you're, you know, how many, I'm, I'm sure when there was the, when, when there was the um, protest against, uh, against Spain from the South American countries, I'm sure there was, someone that would have thrown urine at someone else and and when the american revolutions the the uh, against the british i'm sure someone would have you know gone away and pissed on something that would have been the very seen fact, in the day. this is this is the yeah. argument for, the, the, for the godwin's is, law is that you have difference? to do something well, hold, hold on, on you have to do something, something extreme to make your point i don't think a revolution in south american countries is the same as a bunch of yobbos pissing on the shrine you cannot you cannot equate those even even their causes you cannot equate the, I'm, the look I, I'm 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 a bit tenuous at best if I'm trying to equivocate and I'm not <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm simply saying it's a very tough thing to be able to tell the difference between them it really really is quite a tough thing for and, some and, and and of course I'm not suggesting that no, someone no. pissing on the shrine is a good thing right um, it's a bad thing but what what I am saying is that a lot of this, a lot of the issues that exist um, sit firmly within the lap of terrible 
leadership and terrible governance, right? The government that we have today cannot be trusted. I mean, I mean, just look at the, I mean, look at the last year and the messaging that has come out about COVID nineteen from our government, our, the Australian government, over the last. Talking about the federal government. Yeah, it's confusing. It's 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 it doesn't make sense. A lot of it contradicts each other. You get one leader contradicting another leader. You get one health officer saying one thing and, and okay, another so hold one on. saying. Given that given that's all true, and given we had the similar sort of rules and laws and restrictions in New South Wales, why was there a riot here and not in New South or not in Sydney? Well, that's a great question, and I uh, that's a great great question, and I don't know the answer. I yeah, I I don't know. You'd have to really, really do a bit of research for that one. Because it's not because it's not about the government because they've been saying the same thing. They're following the same laws. They're following the same rules which were put in by the federal. Um, uh, the, what's it called? The cabinet? What are they calling it? Federal? Not federal cabinet. What's the one where they've got all the states and people coming in? Thanks everyone. You're being really helpful. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so they've all they're all following the same rule and uh, national cabinet is the word I'm looking for. They're all following the same rules. So if you're going to protest about it in one state, you should be protesting about it in another. And they haven't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's different. I mean, Melbourne and Sydney have always been. Uh, Maybe that's part of the rivalry. <laughs> yeah, you think they'd be I, trying I to know. protest better. We can do it better. But look, it's interesting. Um, again, I like I said, just to I, I think we're, we're yes, we're we're about to stop. You are correct. Right. I, I want to read something because it's very poignant um, in, in terms of what Did we've you write been it? discussing. Uh, no, it's from an <laughs> okay, essay. Right. It's from an essay that I actually was reading uh, a day or so ago. And I think I posted this to you awesome. earlier. Um, I want to read something because I think it 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 really highlights the thinking of people um, and it highlights where a lot of the discussion is going. So here we go. Go for it. Um, okay. Uh, law enforcement officers are becoming increasingly more ignorant of the law. Either that or they are purposefully abusing their power to retaliate against members of the public that exercise their rights or both. The ones what, what are the rights? Hang on. The ones that suffer are us. Everyone in a court is paid to be there but you. Even the cops, they are paid to be there and often they are paid to lie and are typically believed by the establishment because they are an intrinsic part of the establishment system. The police bring in tens of thousands of new customers, in quotes, to, to the system each month, and the establishment needs the police to keep the system of lawyers, peace officers, prison guards, and probation officers, etc., to lubricate and flush the system with taxpayer cash. If the establishment wanted law enforcement officers, they would at a minimum require a law degree as a term of employment. But because they don't, instead we are offered order followers. All right. First of all, who said all that? Well, it was from uh, a piece that I was reading a couple of days ago um, about uh, the law and the following of laws. Um, and it wasn't particularly... Um, 
um, aligned to these riots or aligned to COVID or aligned no, no, to but where, where is it from and who said it? Oh, I'd have to find the source now. But well, it was, that's yeah. important. <laughs> well, it was it was it was a private essay that someone had written, um, and and so the source is almost irrelevant it's a it's a well no it's not no it's not because in it they've just said that police are paid to lie (laughs) so you know well what can be asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence correct there we go thank you carl sagan Um, i i don't i don't disagree with that i'm just saying this all i'm saying is here's something that i read it's obviously Mm. someone's opinion um, I it thought like horse nads to me. Uh, no, no. I thought that it was interesting. Um, I think that the piece that I was reading was related to uh, cop violence in the US, right. um, if I recall correctly. Um, but I, I found it very poignant, and I found it really. I found that one passage is what encapsulates distrust in government and in 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 the figures of government, and that's what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of distrust in the government, and the government has only itself to blame for that. Sounds like a little bit of victim blaming there. Anyway, all right, I think we're going to wrap this up. Um, Hopefully the protests are finished. I I assume they are. I haven't heard anything more, but... uh, No, there'll be more. You watch. Yeah, look, it could be something that just happens more in the future, as you say, when it's clearly identified who doesn't have it and who has got the vaccine so yeah yeah but let's but again let's just let me be clear i i fully support vaccination if you're not if you are listening and you are unvaccinated then go and get vaccinated then you are a fool go and get vaccinated um you know make make your situation better make the world a better place I, i i fully i do support vaccination i think it's an important part of of getting out of all of this I'm vaccinated. I think you guys are all vaccinated. What do they What do they always say? The gift that keeps on giving. So that could be everyone's Christmas present. Make sure you're vaccinated by then. All right, guys. Thank you. We will wrap this one up and uh, see you in the next one. See you later. All right. See you.